Welcome to this God-inspired message from Shofar Christian Church. Enjoy today's message. May you experience the presence of our Father and may you grow deeper in your relationship with Him. Welcome to our first Church at Home for 2021. I want to thank you for taking the time to tune in, to dial in, to click on this link and to watch this video with us today. Whether you're by yourself, with your family, with other loved ones and friends around you, I hope and pray that through this morning, I know that in this morning, your faith will be stirred. As we enter into 2021, I am filled with an abundance of hope. I am filled with a hope in the Lord Jesus. I am filled with a hope that He is not only in this year, but that He holds this year within His hands. I am filled with a hope that this year you would continue to grow in grace. I am filled with hope that this year you would know Jesus more, that you would love more, that you would love one another more. I am filled with hope that you would walk even closer into that which God has called you for. I am filled with hope that in this year we would see and know the Lord Jesus more than ever before. And so as we head into the year 2021, I know that this year, just as every single year, is the year that the Lord has chosen. This is the year of the Lord's favor. This is the appointed time of the Lord. We can approach 2021 with trepidation, with fear, a little bit perhaps like many of us went through 2020, almost just surviving, coping, just staying afloat. Or we can approach 2021 saying, God, this year I'm not only going to stay afloat, but I'm going to hoist my sail. I'm going to set a course. I'm going to trust that the spirit of the sovereign Lord will blow wind into my sails. And in 2021, I will approach it with faith, like David who wakes up every morning and says, Awake, O day. He wakes up in the morning and he says, This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I know that 2021, with all of its question marks, with all of its unknowns, this is the year that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Before we spend time in the Word together, May we open together in prayer. Let's bow our heads. Lord Jesus, thank you today for your goodness. Thank you that today is a day that you have known from before the first star you put in the sky. You knew that we would be here today. You knew what this day would hold. You knew what 2021 would hold. And so we commit our time to you. We commit our hearts. We commit our lives to you. We say, Jesus, we want to hear your voice this morning. Lord, I just confess again that this morning the important word is not my word. The important voice is not my voice. It is your voice. And so I pray that through these few minutes together this morning, you would speak to your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'd like us to start here in the book of Second Peter. A bit of just a background for my message this morning is that 
I believe that as we go into the year 2021, for many of us, it will be a year of transition. I'm filming here from my living room, which as you can see behind me is all boxed up. Our house is boxed. We're in a time of transition, just moving to a different place, just a few blocks away from here. I'm excited about that, just God's provision for something that we could use more ministry-wise. And for those of you who are in church, who would love to host you there really soon, as soon as the lockdown regulations allow for that. But we're in a time of transition. As a time in a family, we're in a time of transition, just boxing, preparing, getting ready for the move. In the same way, I believe that the start of 2021 for many of us is a time of transition, a time of getting ready for something different. The Bible in the Old Testament, God would appear to the Israelites a number of times and he said these words to them. He said, sanctify yourself, cleanse yourself, prepare yourself if you will. For tomorrow, God will do great things among you. I believe that we are in a time of transition, a time of preparation, a time of moving from what we have known to where God would have us be going forward. He's moving us from what we have known to what we will know. He's moving us from what we, ha- what we have had in the past to what we will have in the future. And that means there are going to be some significant changes. And I'm sure that you've seen, even during the year 2020, for many of us, there were significant changes. Life doesn't look the same today as it did this time last year. Just as lockdown started here in South Africa, I shared a message about how God is immutable, how he is unchangeable, how his character, how his word, how his nature, it stays the same. And so today I want us to continue along those same thought. But not only does God's nature not change, that who he is to us and that what he does in our lives doesn't change either. I want us to read here from 2 Peter chapter 1, starting in verse 2. May God give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in your knowledge of God and Jesus, our Lord. And I know for me as a a pastor, for our pastoral leadership team, our elders, our small group facilitators, that is our prayer for every one of you, that you may grow more and more in the knowledge of God and Jesus, our Lord. By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desire. I believe God has given you, as this translation says, great and precious promises. And this morning, if you are listening to this and you have not yet received great and precious promises from God, I want to encourage you to take time out immediately after this, even perhaps right now, pause before we do anything else. Go take a walk or sit somewhere quiet. Take a Bible and say, God, would you speak to me? God, would you give me a promise? And as we bring the different facets, the different areas of our lives to God, He speaks to us. He speaks to us clearly and He gives us great and precious promises. 
there are some promises that I've been carrying in my heart since I first came to faith as a young student. Many of them have come to pass. Some of them haven't. Some of them are continually coming to pass. There are certain passages in Scripture which I know are applicable to all of us because they are Scripture. But I also know they hold a special place in my heart. It's as if God has just highlighted those a little bit. And for me, they have become such precious promises. And I go back to those passages regularly and I read them and I'm encouraged by them. My faith is stirred because I know that all of these precious promises that God has given us will surely come to pass. Those precious promises that God has given you, whether in 2020, in 2019, in 2020, in the year 2000, whenever it may be, I want to encourage you that heading into the year 2021, do not forget the promises of God. In 2 Corinthians, Paul carries with this same theme and he, he says to us here in chapter 1 from verse 19, and he says, For Jesus Christ, the Son of God, does not waver between yes and no. He is the one whom Silas, Timothy, and I preach to you. And as God's ultimate yes, he always does what he says. For all of God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding yes. And through Christ, our amen, which means yes, ascends to God for his glory. It is God who enables us along with you to stand firm for Christ. He has commissioned us and he has identified us as his own by placing the Holy Spirit in our hearts as the first installment that guarantees everything he has promised us. In Christ, all of God's promises are yes and amen. All of the promises he has given you, hold on to them, dig into them, Spend time speaking to God about them, bringing clarity to them. I know some of the promises that God gave me initially, I completely misunderstood. I took the promises and I interpreted them through my lens. I interpreted them through the way that I wanted what I wanted them to mean. And as I've walked with Christ, prayed through them, walked through the disappointment of seemingly not having God's promises come to pass, bringing those promises to God and getting a greater, a clearer indication of what he truly meant. And in Jesus, all of God's promises, or yes, those promises that God has given you, those promises that you have written down from God, those promises that you find within the word, hold on to them. And I love how this passage highlights for us the single most precious promise that God has given any of us. It's the gift of the Holy Spirit. I love how it says the Holy Spirit is the down payment, the first installment. As I mentioned earlier, we're in the process of moving to a new house. And that starts with a down payment, the first installment, the deposit. And as we pay that deposit, the purchaser receives it. He hasn't received a full lump sum yet. That'll only come later. But that first deposit, that first payment is a sign of that which is to come. It is in a sense a promise of that the contract will be fulfilled. And as we read scripture, we read about a new heaven and a new earth. I don't know about you, but there are times when I'm so tired of this earth. Sitting with my children and on the bed at night doing Bible study with them, just reading a small passage of scripture. Sometimes they say, 
But wait, is can't Jesus just come? I want to go to heaven now. All of those will come to pass. All of those promises in Christ are yes and amen. And in the meantime, he's given us the Holy Spirit as his down payment, as the seal upon our hearts to say that he will truly bring it to pass. The contract will be fulfilled. And so as we head into 2021, know that God's promises will not change. The second aspect that I want us to think of today that will not change are God's plans for you. I want to read a, a passage here that is very dear to my heart. For those of you who are familiar with our church, with our ministry, you will know I, I share around this often because I believe it's so important for us. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. For we, it's you and me, all of us who are listening, who are reading this passage, are God's masterpiece. We are God's, you are God's masterpiece. Perhaps this morning that is all you need to hear, that you are God's masterpiece, that he loves you, that he cherishes you, that he smiles over you. Yes, there will be certain things in your life that are not pleasing to him. Yes, there are certain behaviors, certain things in our past which he needs to redeem, we need to, he needs to change, which he needs to work out. He will do that. But that doesn't change anything about the fact that you or his masterpiece. He loves you. He smiles over you. He cherishes you like an artist who has created this great masterpiece, steps back and looks at it and thinks to himself, I have done well. When God looks at you, he thinks to himself, I have done well. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. And as we step into Jesus Christ, into relationship with Him as we are renewed in the Spirit, we become a new creation. And we are renewed for a specific purpose, it says here, so that we can do the good things He planned for us long ago. God has planned good things for you, and He planned them long ago. He planned them long before the calendar struck 2021. And surprise, surprise, He is not surprised by 2021. He is not surprised. God is not confused. He is not caught off guard. All of your plans, your five-year plan that you maybe drew up at the beginning of 2020, which kind of is more than a year behind already now because 2020 was just all paused. God wasn't confused. He wasn't caught off guard. And all of those plans, which he planned for you long ago, he still wants you to walk in them. He knows about the constraints of 2021 he knows about the confusion of 2020. And I believe today he would have faith and hope stir in your heart for 2021. To embrace this day, to embrace this year, to say, I will embrace this year, this moment, this season, this period in my life for everything that it represents. Because God has prepared good things for me long ago. His plans for this year were set in motion right at the outset of the universe. And there's no reason why you and I can't, in faith, engage with those. And so God's promises for you, over you, remain true. God's plans for you, they prevail and they will continue to prevail. And then lastly for us today, God's purpose eternal is unchanged. You know, when Jesus came to this earth, when God the Father sent his only begotten son to this earth, he had a specific purpose in mind. 
We call that in theological speak the Missio Dei, the mission of God. God sent his son to this world. And firstly, he sent his son to this world because we need him to come and redeem, to come and make whole. Yes, he is coming to take us from this world. But in the meantime, he has come to send us to this world. And he has come to you, to make you whole, to bring healing and restoration in your life, to bring hope in your life. And that's where it starts. It starts with us coming to know Jesus, with us experiencing Jesus, his transforming power within our lives. That's the first part in that context of the Missio Dei. And then the Missio Dei says, not only does God come to come and transform in our to come and transform our lives, to change our lives, to renew our lives. But he also comes so that he may send us to transform the lives of others. We read this in First Timothy chapter two. I love how it's sort of the one, two, three scripture. First Timothy chapter two, verse three. It reads as follows This is good. This being that we should play, pray for everyone, kings and all who authority. We should be praying for them. The people making decisions around, around lockdown. Are we criticizing them or are we praying for them? The president of our nations, are we criticizing them or are we praying for them? Whether we voted for them or not is largely irrelevant. We get to vote for them. Kings and times past when these passages were written to us, well, you didn't get to choose your leader or not your leader, you had a leader, and pray for them, the scripture instructs us to. And so those making the decisions over your life and our lives, are we criticizing them, are we praying for them? And that's the context of this passage, because this is good, it is good if we pray, and pleases God, our Savior, who wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. God's purpose has always been for everyone to be saved. We read that in Matthew chapter 28 and the other commissioning passages, the great commissions, which is not just one set of verses, it's in virtually every gospel that God would send you and that he would send me to carry out his purposes, to embrace his purposes. What are his purposes? His purposes are to bring healing and restoration to this earth. We know his purpose is fulfilled through community, community we would call church collectively, coming together. And so I want to encourage you this year, hold on to the promises of God. Stand fast in his plans for your life. Seek them, fulfill them, walk in them, and pursue his purposes within a church environment. That his kingdom may come, that his glory may prevail, that every tribe, Every nation may call on the name of Jesus. Yes, that means going to the ends of the earth. And we love doing that as a church. We will continue to do that as soon as the borders open again. And we're able to send missions teams. But it also starts across the road, across the aisle. It starts with those people who are ready in your world to pray with them, to pray for them, to share the word with them, to encourage them in the faith. And to trust that they too, just as we trust that we would all grow in the knowledge of Christ, that they would grow in the knowledge of Christ every day. Can I pray for us as we close? Let's bow our heads again. Jesus, thank you that you came. 
Thank you that you came to this earth because we needed you to come. God, thank you that you came because I needed you to come. My life needs you to restore it. And so, Jesus, as you've come to us, I thank you that you've brought great and precious promises. I pray for every person hearing this voice, hearing my voice, that you would renew the promises within their hearts, within their lives. Lord, if there's anyone here who has not yet heard and received promises from you, I pray that you would deposit your promises within their hearts, that you would remove the worldly promises and the things we wish you would promise us, Lord, and you would replace them with your precious promises. God, I pray that you would lead us closer into your plans, that you would draw us closer to those good things that you have planned beforehand for us to walk in. And God, that we would continue to embrace your purposes, your purpose to see healing and restoration. I pray for everyone, Lord, under the sound of my voice, that we would grow in healing, that you would bring healing and restoration everywhere in our lives, Lord. And that we would be agents so that you may bring healing and restoration to the lives of all of those around us. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for 2021. And thank you, God, that right now you deposit hope and faith for this year in our hearts. In Jesus' name. Thank you so much for your time. If that's the first time you prayed a prayer like that, that's the first time you've in some way in your heart decided to follow Jesus, in the comment section at the bottom of this video, there is a link you can click on. We would love to get to know you, to pray with you, to meet you if possible and to help you grow in your walk with Christ. And then also on screen, there are links. There's a link to subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you subscribe, we will keep you up to date. And here's a link to another message which will encourage you. You can watch that too. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this message from Shofar Christian Church. We believe that you enjoyed your time with us, establishing God's kingdom and His glory in your life. For more info, call us on 012-362-1363. Email us, pretoria at shofaronline.org. Browse our website, www.shofaronline.org. Or like us on facebook.com forward slash shofarpretoria.org.